1: This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20
2: and save 20% off your next jig order today. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. welcome back to the final cast on the paddle and finn podcast network i'm brad your host uh tonight we're going to do something different i got three local guys in ohio they're uh probably three of the best river fishermen in ohio um we got ryan doll matt jackson and jason Myers. how you guys doing pretty good doing all right thanks for coming on the show guys we're going to talk about the uh small jaw brawl that you guys have going on um but first let's uh Let's do some introductions. Uh, how long have you guys been fishing? Uh, how long have you been fishing the river? All that kind of thing. Uh, start off with Ryan.
3: Uh, my name is Ryan Dahl. Uh, <clears throat> I've been fishing my whole life. You know, like most people started out fishing in the creek as a little kid. Uh, I can remember being grounded and my parents telling me that I couldn't leave. But I remember grabbing my tackle and sneaking out the back door and running to the creek, and I'd be gone all day. There's a little creek here in Kettering, and it runs to a couple ponds, and we'd stay back there all day long, catching little bluegills and carp and stuff like that. Pretty much the pond thing, you know, pond hopping, stuff like that. Um I didn't start fishing a river until I once said really hard, probably 2015, 2016, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's when I caught my first good river smallmouth. Well, what, how
2: big was that first one?
3: Um, I actually went to the Little Miami River in Zenia and got one. It was probably about 16, 17 that's pretty good pretty good
2: and i was hooked. yeah that's how it starts <laughs> yeah. it's, been, it's been, over been over with since then yeah you spend a lot of time on the river that's for sure uh matt let's uh let's, let's get to you
1: uh yeah i started when i was little my papa used to take me fishing he had uh he had you know he used to go to these little restaurants and eat biscuits and gravy drink coffee and he'd get permission to fish all these ponds Obviously, they were really good ponds. We'd go there and just wear them out. About the only bait we threw was a seven-inch power bait worm. Mm-hmm. And we just went from there, you know, went to public lakes and ponds. And <coughs> don't, we don't throw that anymore, but that's just kind of evolved into fishing more lakes. Uh, I got a little 14-foot boat. So, we fished the local lakes, Cowan, Caesars Creek, East Fork. Um, kind of got into crappie fishing a lot, so every spring we spend several months crappie fishing, and then kind of when that dies off, I like to get smallmouth, uh, I haven't been smallmouth fishing a long time, but, uh, you know, I'm always learning, I feel like I get better, you know, the more I do it, and I, you know, try to learn from guys like Jason and Ryan, um, I don't even remember where the first place I went was, but, um, somewhere around here somewhere around uh east fork or little miami somewhere in there and uh just the more i do it the more i want to do it so yeah i feel like i'm getting better i'm still i still got a lot to learn but um that's just that's my little niche is creek fishing river fishing i kind of struggle on the great miami because there's a lot of water to cover but uh, Mm. anywhere there's smallmouth biting i'm i'm game to go
2: yep same here yeah you, yeah, you mentioned the the seven inch curly tail worm. I, I use that a lot on the lakes around here, especially when there's grass and stuff. It's one of my favorite things to throw.
1: Yep, I mean it's old school, real simple, and the bass they like it. Yep. I've kind Jason, of oh going uh, anymore, I throw jigs like seventy five percent of the time. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just it's just my confidence bait.
2: I'm gonna have to get with you then, because I don't know how to fish jigs that well. I can't catch a fish on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Missed up.
2: I know. I, I've thrown them for hours and hours. I just I'd never get a bite on them. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, I like me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll use the finesse jigs on the river, but like a football jig, I have no idea. Right. So, yeah, Jason.
0: Yeah, my name is Jason Myers. Uh, I've been fishing since I was little my dad started taking me Uh, mostly growing up I fished the lakes and then uh, as I got older we lived close enough to the river so I could walk over there when I was a teenager so I taught myself how to swim out fish the river then uh, in the early 2000s I bass fished tournaments a lot and uh, joined a club and uh, was angler of the year one year Uh, I probably won somewhere in the range of 30 bass tournaments local in the early 2000s. River fishing, I got back into it about 2014, just, you know, hitting the dams. And I've traveled all over the country fishing. So I just, you know, basically all the stuff I taught myself on del hollow lake cumberland st Clair, lake erie i just you know used on the river you know i use usually use bigger baits than most people on the river so i catch a lot of big smallmouth well normally not not right now
3: (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) Yeah, i like that the big bigger bait bigger fish Uh, I, i struggle with that on the river though it seems like
0: I usually don't use nothing less than four inches, you know, I mean, I use up the five and a half inch jerk bait, you know, four and a half inch swim baits, you know, that's my, I mean, my pictures on uh, Facebook tell the story, you know, I catch a lot of big. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I love following your page, man. It's (laughs) awesome. That's for sure. And another reason why I brought you on the show too. So that's cool. Um, let, let's talk about the small jaw brawl. Who started that?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Mark, Mark Winshart. He's the, he's the director of the tournament, right?
2: Uh, is he a local guy as well?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. he's Centerville, Ryan. Is that
3: right?
2: Yeah, he's from Centerville. He's a local guy.
3: He's a stick on the river, too. multi-species type of guy. Mm.
2: I haven't seen Me, his name talk in my
3: so, there's he's on the page.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. We were talking one night. So, they do that thing, the Ohio Soul Guy Brawl. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of Mark's friends do that. And we were talking one night. And we're like, dude, we need to do some wall turn around like this. So... We talked about it and talked about it and talked about it and nothing really came of it. And then one day, me and Mark are talking in our little group chat, and he's like, dude, I got a laptop. I'm going to start this up. Go for it. Then, of course, he asked Jason to help us, and Jason started getting all kinds of people to join. He's got all kinds of followers, and the next thing you know, we had over 70 people for the first tournament. Wow.
2: That's a pretty big tournament. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, has it been consistent like those numbers the whole time?
3: I think we're
0: still around, I think around 60 people this tournament here. So this is our second one. So uh, I haven't checked so many people in it. Last time I looked, there was, I know the upper 50s. That was, you know, two weeks ago.
3: Yeah, it was like 56 or something like that last time I checked.
2: That's pretty cool. I I think you guys are on to something with this too. Uh, uh it's it's unique i I haven't heard of anybody else doing this uh in any other state i guess area either but you um yeah you you guys you can wade fish you can kayak fish you can bank fish any of that stuff right
0: yeah yeah i think a couple guys uh i mean i got a bass boat too and i went i took my bass boat out uh last weekend you know and, and fished uh a pull up in dayton
2: Mm-hmm. now oh, i think i knew we're <laughs> the, the only boat ramp in dayton <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's well cool, what's that he said he caught him too though <laughs> yeah I, I fish that area all the time but I, i'm only pulling out little ones so i'm doing something wrong <laughs> but um yeah uh you said the second one um Sixty people, fifty people, the second time, seventy the first time, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's just it's cool. I, I I just I haven't seen anybody do this before. Um, j- yeah, just like, go through like what you guys have been uh doing, like <clears throat> not giving your spots or anything, but kind of like what 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 you've been targeting and where what type of water you've been looking for in the summer months. What, whoever wants to start first
0: <laughs> uh, for me in the summer months uh, for me i'm just uh i'm looking for super fast water you know, mm-hmm. you know that, that's you know I'm, you know i'm eventually going to find us you know and they usually run the same sizes so i've just i know eventually i'm gonna hit a spot where it's going to be you know like told ryan earlier that i'm finally gonna hit a spot where you know i'll catch six what's going to be 18 19 20 inches long you know within an hour i mean it's it i hope it happens it normally does and i said when the tournament started that the last week of this tournament was going to be the best week is when all the big all all the bigger fish going to get caught will be Mm -hmm. the last week just because you know the days are starting to get shorter the nights are going to start cooling off yeah you know there's in this area there's always a shad run up to all most dams on the Great Miami. Mm-hmm. So when that shad run starts, you know, that's when the smallmouths start gorging themselves for the winter.
2: Interesting. I didn't I didn't know that. So I'm gonna have to try hitting some of these dams then. I, I don't usually fish them. Yeah.
3: I mean, that's where you told me that you don't like fishing dams and that's you know kind of like jason that's one of my main things too. especially in the summer the fast water and there's so many dams on the great miami you can choose heck there's a lot some are better than others some get hit more than others jason lives by one of the best ones
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cool um there's, uh, I think there's like three or four dams up here near me. I, I, I used to fish the one in Miamisburg quite a bit, but I haven't done that in a while. Um, I used to pull some nice sawgad out of there too, though.
3: Definitely a
1: good dam for the guy.
2: Yeah. Oh, so so what what's your guys' go-to baits in the summertime? Start with Matt.
1: Um. So pretty much every fish that i've caught in the tournament has been on a finesse jig um just green pumpkin um to me it seems like a lot of people i'm not saying that my jig's better but a lot of people overlook the hook i mean a small Mm -hmm. mouth mouth is a lot smaller than a large mouth and probably 75 percent of your jigs have a three odd or bigger Mm -hmm. Bigger. finesse jig it's got like a two odd hook um so, an 8-incher can get it in its mouth, and you can catch 18. Um, so, I'm, you know, throwing them in a lot of places, um, log jams. Um, you can kind of pick out where they're going to be, shady spots, mm-hmm. you know, below the ripples. And then sometimes I'll say, well, it's going to be right there, and it won't be, but it'll be close. Mm-hmm. You know, it might not be exactly where I think it should be, but it'll be you know 50 yards down the stream in the next tree or the next log jam or the next shadow like on them sunny days they seem to the smallmouth that i see in the creeks anyway seem to favor the shade a lot
2: Mm -hmm. yes so they're kind of similar to largemouth that way because largemouth in the lakes do the same thing Yeah, Uh, and i don't i'm not like i'm not the best river fisherman i get lucky every now and then Mm -hmm. but I, I, I never thought about, like, targeting uh, shadow shadowy areas. Brian's sitting here laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> i
3: telling <laughs> What's that? I said, stop it. You're a stick. You
2: kill him. <laughs> you have get to be lucky. humble,
3: but you got to yeah.
2: give yourself credit sometimes. I guess. But, yeah, I, I, I've never thought to, like, target uh, shadows, you know. <laughs> I I mean I, I've known like if I if I cast at a log or something uh, it'll that creates like a, a current break or something like that so I, I know there's fish there I like to throw a spinner bait there but
4: this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Takovis is your stop for the best in Western style Takovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer including men's and women's boots apparel hats bags and more.
2: Like a like, you add in a shadow there. I I've never really looked for it, so that's yeah. kind of cool.
1: That's the unique thing about fishing creeks too is you got to be super focused on what's going on around you. Um, you know, you obviously fan cast everything, but
5: mm-hmm.
1: once you catch one fish off a shadow, you get to the next big shadow or the tree overhanging, and you're like, there should be one there, and then boom, you catch another one. You know, it seems you get a every day's different, but you kind of get a pattern down. Like, I went yesterday, and all the fish was in the deepest water I could find, because um, the water was super low, but um, you kind of get a pattern down, and another thing I noticed it's kind of weird, I noticed a lot in the last two weeks, because I've been fishing pretty much every day, uh, I'll hit a stretch, I usually like go from bridge to bridge, and I'll fish three miles or five miles at a time, I've fished. Over 15 miles in the last two weeks waiting, um, I measured it out. It was over 15 miles that I have walked uh, waiting so far in the tournament. But there's certain stretches I'll catch 10, 15 largemouth in a row and not catch any smallmouth, and I'm like, it just blows my mind that certain stretches they like it better than others.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, I. That's kind of another ca- thing. Yeah, I, I haven't caught many largemouth on the river. I, I've probably count on two hands the amount i've caught in the last eight years on the river so that's like a whole different game isn't it i mean they're hiding in different spots right
1: yeah i mean it's like the same spots like there'll be a ripple and there'll be a stump and mm-hmm. i'll put my jig in there and boom pull out a large mouth and large mouth one day i caught <laughs> one in a row and i was like all right i gotta get away <laughs> <from the> place
2: <laughs> that's cool
1: <laughs> and then last the weekend i caught that big flathead catfish i wasn't expecting that either
2: that was awesome.
1: That was Death under a bridge, and uh, there was like a bunch of concrete dumped under there, and we seen some like minnows hitting the surface. And that's one thing I watch for a lot. That's usually fish are pushing the bait, and I was like, ah, oh, might be a smallmouth under there, and it was a, a skirted Ned rig that Jason made for me and gave to me. I was like, I'm gonna chuck this thing under there, and I had a little uh, TRD crawl on there, mm-hmm. and I chucked it under there, and I set the hook, and I was. was a guy with me I was like dude um I think I snagged a cork." and he's like what I'm like yeah dude I can't move it and he's like ah whatever I'm like well it could be a big smallmouth under a log or something (laughs) and it started coming to me and it came to the surface and I was like oh dude that's a flathead we were both jacked up
2: (laughs) yeah that's that's a cool catch how big was it
1: uh so he was 32 inches long uh and I don't know how accurate the scale was my buddy had but it said 13 pounds um sounds about right but those creek fish are just unbelievably powerful you know same as a river fish um you know even a 13 inch smallmouth in a creek man they're they're stout
2: mm-hmm. yeah they, they spend their whole life in that current fighting man they're just oh, solid muscle
1: yes yeah, so it was last i mean we i think we went four miles i only caught one big fish it was uh 17 and three quarters but it was like picture perfect there was uh ripples that came down and then there was it got to about three feet deep and there was a big sycamore probably three feet diameter that kind of laid like six inches above the water and i was like "Hmm, mm, there could be something under there and what? flipped it in there boom we come out and crushed it i mean you can't see the fish because they're hiding so deep but they know where to go i mean they're they're pretty smart yeah
2: uh, I was gonna ask Jason about like high water uh, river fishing. Um, you you ever have have success finding the bigger ones?
0: Yeah, that's uh, when when the river is uh, between. I I always go by the Middletown gauge.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So whenever the Middletown gauge is between three eight and five feet, and the water's dirty, the bigger fish are. Easier to catch than they are any time of the year, because uh, there's more current. So they they want to get out of the current. You know, there's there's less spots for them to get out of the current. That's when I won the when I won the spring the spring uh, small jaw brawl. It was I caught three of my four fish on the same day. It yeah. was uh, the water was five feet. Was just, I mean, chocolate milk, mm-hmm. and I, I caught mm-hmm. uh, 20 twenty-inchers and a 1975 uh, on the same day, about uh about an hour apart, within an hour, I caught all three of them. But <laughs> fish, I know like the back of my hand, so I know where every single rock is. You know, yeah.
2: I'm,
0: I mean, I'm for the, me and the river, I'm more of a bank. I do have a kayak. But I know it's just for me to get from point A to point B, mm-hmm. so I caught all three of these fish off the same rock pile, and I just kept throwing my swim bait same cast over and over and over and over again and i I caught out I think I caught fifteen or sixteen fish that day, and probably ten of them were over eighteen and, wow. and but they were i i it was rock pile was in it was in between a run and I kept hitting hitting that rock pile and you know about every five or six or seven minutes I, I catch one off of it.
2: it. you mentioned uh they they don't like current during the high the high water. Does that mean no current at all? Like is it like some type of like just slack water next to the fast water?
0: Yeah. Does it have that,
2: to be deep deeper?
0: No, it was maybe two two or three feet of water is all it was. Okay. It's just, I mean, I mean when it's clear, they're chasing bait. You know, when that when that water's chocolate milk. I mean, I mean, and especially in May, I mean, there's plenty of dissolved oxygen in the water, so there's no reason to be in the current. You know, they're just trying to get at, because everything's blown out. I mean, there's current everywhere, so they're, they're just going to look for a place to rest till that water gets clear enough for them to be able to feed
2: yeah yeah that, that's uh one one thing i don't have the uh success in is muddy water it it just seems like every time the river muddies up i the bite shuts down for me i don't know what it is so i usually try to find these smaller creeks that come into the river and shoot in some clear water and i usually have luck there but on on main river no don't really yep. have much luck
0: i know ryan was ryan was getting them he was just basically flipping the weeds you know with a little crawl imitator he was you know whacking them too up in dayton yeah
2: yeah i've I've heard that
3: before that was the last day of the tournament um jason actually came down we fished together for a little bit but you know that weed line you know the infamous weed line that grows in the great miami I was flipping that weed line I caught three fish that were like nineteen and nineteen five and a nineteen and a quarter that day all on last day of the tournament moved up like five it was pretty cool, but I was catching them like that for probably ten twelve days on the river. You could pretty much go anywhere for that weed in any area that we normally would catch fish. At, at weed mine and there they were every time pretty yeah, they, cool
2: did you say that was in may
3: yep that was the last day that was may 31st okay so it's pretty much
2: spawn time too but yeah do you... yeah because i've had similar successes in the past around early june doing the same thing i throw in like a chatterbait or spinnerbait right next to the grass and it was funny whoa one one time we were doing a float and i was sitting here just paddling upstream right against these uh these weeds and i had a fish jump land in my boat and then jump back out i was like i looked at it i was like what the i didn't i didn't grab it or anything but i looked at it i was like what the heck that was weird never had that happen but yeah it was a smallmouth. i was right up against those weeds i guess i just spooked it and he jumped you know but ended up pulling two off that weed line the same time of the year on a chatterbait. So I didn't know if that was the, around the time of the year or because of the water it gets muddy, but do you think they relate to grass when it gets muddy as well?
0: I think they just pull up shallower. I mean, yeah. they, they feel, they feel safe in the muddy water. Yeah. You know, that, that's a, a lot of it has to do with too. I mean, safety, you know, they can't see, you can't see them, and they can't see you. I've always done well, even in largemouth or smallmouth, in the muddier water. The shallower they get.
2: Interesting. I'm gonna have to try that. What What are you guys throwing when it's muddy?
0: I was just throwing a, uh, I was throwing a goby colored haze dong, four point two inch, and I was uh, allowing it to. I'm, I was making short casts, but my cast would probably last. You know, I'd throw 15, 20 foot, but I'd only, it take me almost a minute to bring it in because, mm-hmm. because even that small paddle tail still puts a vibration off in the water. And yeah, you know, I'll find it.
3: Yeah. Uh, that was it, crazy. That, that day that he caught all them fish. I'm like, man, he just murdered him down there. I looked at the gauge and I saw how high it was. So I went there the next day and I got there in the morning and I walked up and I looked at the river and I'm like, man, no way. I said, you know what? I know they're right here. I actually went down about 30 feet from where he catches them to another good spot. I had the underspin on, quarter ounce wig of willow and the Dark, dark green pumpkin haze on. I threw it in. I said, "You know, I just gotta fish it like it's not dirty." It in there. I'm not kidding you. I got bit in about 20 seconds, and it was a
2: 195.
3: Mm, Jeez. And that has boosted my confidence to fish. I fish it like I just think in my head like it's it's clean water. Because I yeah. don't want to psych myself out and think, "Oh, I ain't gonna catch nothing." Look how muddy it is.
2: Yeah, that's my problem, man. It you, you hear guys talk about fishing being a mental game, and it, it's it's one hundred percent like that's the truth for sure. But
3: yeah,
2: I the gotta get over that. Helps. Yeah, I gotta get over that. Um. So, Jason, you mentioned that you won the first one. Yeah. What did you uh finish with? What was your total?
0: Uh I think it was 79.25 four fish.
2: Four fish. Yeah, I remember. Is, is there a reason behind that instead of doing like traditional five?
0: Uh I'm not sure. I know when they'd already decided that before I had uh I had joined as an admin. I wish I oh, had okay. did 10. I was wanting to do 10.
2: 10? <laughs> That'd be cool.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah i mean just kind of decided
3: on the beginning that's what me and mark talked about we did four and now this time we've upped it to six we don't want to give jason a chance to catch 10 biggins yet
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah the uh so i was looking at the numbers uh you guys all have your six fish for the month right yeah yeah and then who's in first right now
0: uh Brad, Brad, Riddick.
2: oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The, boat
0: yeah.
2: the boat guy. Yeah, That guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> hey. they're all like, "Oh man, that guy." <laughs> yeah, you got it. He he pulled out some good numbers the other day. I saw.
5: Yeah,
0: but yeah, he, he's killing it right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what's
3: killing him? Every place that I fish, I'll be fishing. I was talking to Jason about this yesterday. I'll be down there fishing when I'm on the bank, if I'm bank fishing. And I'll hear, and i look up and guess (laughs) who's coming. (laughs) That's
2: funny. I can't
3: get away from them. I went somewhere that I never go about three days ago. I actually went through some private property that I got permission to fish. Went down to the hole where I caught my 20 in the spring, and I'm like, nobody's going to be down here. So I knew I caught that big fish in the spring. I know there's fish there. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. All of a sudden, I hear that noise again.
2: <laughs> and, it's,
3: and it's witty. I'm like, dude, go
2: away. That's awesome. Well, it sucks, but that's awesome. <laughs> he he's Not using some kind boat. of yeah he's using oh he's in a jet boat yeah yeah he, he might have been the guy that buzzed me one day <laughs> it,
1: it had to be it's yeah. a 15 foot bass tracker and he took the bottom uh lower unit off and put a jet on the bottom of it so i watched a couple videos man i don't think there's anywhere he can't go other than straight up a spillway I mean he goes through some wild places and I I was talking to him today I'm like is there anywhere you can't go? He's like not really, you know, if I can get a boat ramp, I can go anywhere. That's awesome. Yeah, and he uh, all the fish he's catching, he's on uh, he makes custom crankbaits.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask about that cuz Ryan's been using the last few days, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What are
3: actually those? On, but they're just a square bill. He has two different square bills he has a regular square bill that dives four to five feet he says he calls that the witty and then he has another one one and it's a zero to one foot square bill same bill just a different and what he was doing was waking it holding the rod tip up and using it like a wake bait Mm -hmm. and uh i will let you know that i've tried that and I caught a good one today on it. <laughs> That's how I caught that fish today that I showed you guys. Yeah.
2: Right. So how big was it?
3: It was 17.5. That's a good one. I'll take those all day long. Right? It was a fatty, but wasn't a long one. Yeah. And then I probably caught another eight fish on that.
2: Do, does he sell those to anybody, or you have yep. to know him?
1: He's got a website. Hmm it's wittyoutdoors.com um and he sponsored the ball um and he said the first three people to catch uh six fish over was it 15 or 16 inches that he would give them a free crankbait so me ryan and uh steve coomer got the first six big fish and yeah he sent out the crankbait i mean they're they're custom made he makes them all and Makes them out of some sort of special composite. Seems like it's real quality stuff.
2: Hmm. I'm going to have to check, check those out. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely good.
3: And uh, he's got this little video where he holds it out. He has his wife. You know, they tie it to the line. He hits it with a ball. It goes flying into the river, and they reel it back in. It's hmm. pretty tough crankbait. Hmm.
2: Hmm. Interesting. I, I got it pulled up on my uh phone, so I'm gonna look after look at it after we get done here. We're but
3: definitely on the pricey side.
2: It's it's that. all good. Custom baits usually are. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so um is this the last uh tournament you guys are doing until the fall or are you guys gonna do this every month? How's that working?
0: It'll probably we'll probably just do this. I'm I'm guessing. Uh, that we'll have this one and we won't do another one until next year
2: okay so but you'll do the saw guy
0: yeah that's uh but that's a different uh that's i, I i'm not a part of that i fish mm-hmm. it but i'm I'm not a admin or nothing of that
2: okay right same app.
3: different different people run it but yeah yeah me and jason we always fish that but all jason does really good i think i I was up there a couple times, 12th place. It has what we had, like 80 or 90 people in that one. Yeah, it's,
0: uh, it's, yeah, there's quite a few people fishing, but that's the entire state of Ohio too, you know. In yeah. The, it's,
2: mine it's, mine oh, it. yeah. I, I, I know a lot of guys, I've been seeing comments, everybody's been wanting you guys to open this up statewide. So they can just yeah. like the rivers and stuff. In the
3: beginning, me and Mark were talking, my little heart was set on doing a Great Miami and Scioto River. Yeah. I think that would bring in a lot more people and a lot more competition, and I think it would be awesome. They got a lot of good water up there, too.
2: I'm telling you, man, you you guys are on to something. I think if you open it up statewide and stuff like that and incorporate – more rivers and stuff. The, a lot more people are going to jump in on this. Um, it piqued my interest because I've always thought about starting my, my own, like kayak trail for rivers here in Ohio, but I don't know how to go about it, but I think you guys are onto something. That's for sure.
1: So. Yeah. Great thing that they're doing. And the way that it's set up, I think it's great. You know, it's a month long tournament. So guys like me that got kids that play sports and a busy job you know i can't fish every day um so you know birthday parties every saturday so pretty busy so it it spreads it out where you can get more time to do it and i think you know that fish donkey app is pretty slick the way you can register your fish in there um you know there's only one hiccup to the whole thing and jason told me that you know if you have no signal that's the only hiccup to it Mm -hmm. you have to leave the app open until you get to where there's signal so it can upload the video of you releasing the fish. But it works fine if you know that. Um, But I think it's a pretty slick thing you're doing. You know, my personal goal was, I told my wife, which she probably don't want to hear me say this, but I said, I'm just going to get in it. I'm not going to try to win it. I'm just going to have fun and become a better fisherman. And then the first day, the first fish I caught hooked my finger on the whopper plopper, both hooks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to cut the hooks out. And I mm-hmm. didn't catch a fish after that from six until like noon, other than dinks.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: then I caught a bunch of good ones in a row. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm getting up there. I went from like 50th to 15th.
5: Mm-hmm. So
1: I might have a crack at this. And I've been in the top five ever since. And I said, well, my personal goal is to get 100 inches. But once I got past 100, I kept going. Every day I'd get another inch, another inch. and i went like 105 and the wife's like, "I thought you weren't going to try to win this." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm up there now. Yeah,
2: you got to try it now, I mean. I mean, yeah,
1: uh, Sunday I was like, "I I got it. I got to catch another fish. I, I can't let nobody pass me." And she's like, "I thought you were doing this for fun." I'm like, well, I'm in the beginning,
2: I I said something similar when I started doing the kayak fishing tournaments. Like hey, I'll just do it for fun, whatever. Yeah. I ended up winning my second one, and then I'm like hooked. Now I want to win them all.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 you know it's just competitive nature. Yeah. Yeah. I know Ryan and Jason are right behind me at all times, and I I fully expect them both to pass me. Um, I pretty maxed <clears throat> out all the creeks, you know. I can't. I've got my smallest fish is 16 and a half, two 18s, and then two 17s. And that's about as big as you're going to catch in a creek. So mm-hmm. I need to get over the Great Miami and learn how to catch them out there.
2: Yeah, I, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Ryan will take you. Maybe not.
3: <laughs> I told him he needs to get a
2: kayak.
1: <laughs> yeah, need a kayak bad. Oh, he's
2: me and him's been talking about kayaks back and forth. So
1: I need a kayak bad. I mean, I know there's some really good quality smallmouth in the Great Miami. and you know, even the little Miami, there's miles and miles and miles that don't get touched.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I, that's, even with the creek fishing, I feel like when you get like halfway between two roads, that's when you get into the best fishing, the less pressure. And I would think it would be the same. I mean, obviously, there's more people around the great Miami, but mm-hmm. I just feel like I would enjoy kayaking and getting out there and putting some miles in, getting, uh, you know, getting on some fish that don't get pressured a lot. Yeah, kayak
2: yeah. definitely opens up a lot of opportunities. So I, I've i fished over 60 miles on the Great Miami, I think, now. Wow. So I'm trying to hit the whole, the whole thing, like, in its entirety. So basically, from Sydney all the way down to Hamilton, I've fished, minus, like, a, a few miles in between. But, yeah, man, that kayak, it opens up some opportunities, that's for sure. But you mentioned that you're doing this to help yourself grow as an angler have you seen any growth
1: yeah i mean my confidence is higher um i pretty much keep using the same bait because Mm -hmm. my confidence bait uh you know i'm pushing myself harder fishing harder catching more fish and you know the probably the best part about it is i'm fishing places i've never you know stretches that i've never fished before Mm -hmm. and i probably would have never fished ever because i don't have the time but this mm-hmm. tournament's making me push myself more and and just cover more water which you know more time on the water makes you a better fisherman i mm-hmm. feel like definitely and i my, agree my reels are making funny noises and i gotta change my line about every five days but <laughs> yep
2: <laughs> been there before
1: but i mean i i think it's great i think what these guys are doing is great um the small jaw brawl is a great thing i think yep
2: i agree um we didn't talk about the process of submitting a fish, so I don't know. One of you guys want to talk about that a little bit? What you got to do? Cause it's kind of unique using the Fish Donkey app.
0: Um, you
3: just
2: yeah.
3: got to do a selfie, a board pick, and a video release. Things that you guys don't do on Tourney X is the whole selfie and the video release um and i guess you know we went with the fish donkey because that's we fish in the star guy brawl so we were all familiar with that mm-hmm. and that's why we used that fish donkey yeah I, I know a lot of people would message me and ask me why don't you guys use tourney x uh some people didn't get into the brawl because we didn't
2: use tourney x
3: which yeah. i mean it's easy
2: yeah yeah the uh the fish fish donkey app does that have like a a fee that they charge to run tournaments through yeah it's not it 295 guys
3: yeah it's somewhere around
0: two dollars
2: that's not yeah. bad tourney x is five yeah. i've actually never heard of fish donkey until i saw you guys running this tournament so the that's cool. And I, I was actually on the river with Ryan one day. He was trying to submit a fish and uh I believe you forgot to what what, what was it? You forgot to do the video?
3: Well, that fish cost me probably a little over a hundred dollars. Yep. Uh, That's yeah, a good one. That one I caught with you did the selfie, took the board pick, and I was just so excited. I think I just released it without the video, and I swore <laughs> that I took the video, and, hey, I haven't made that mistake again, but I have dropped a 19.75 before I got to submit it last tournament, oh. too, on the last day. That was heartbreaking. I dove in the water, had my hands on it again, <laughs> <laughs> and it still got way. That's awesome. I did get a, I did get a selfie for uh, Facebook, though,
2: you know. Hey, that I always do that before I submit a fish. I get the selfie first, so at least I have one picture. Yeah, if it it does jump off the board, I'm good.
3: (laughs) That's exactly what I've been doing. (laughs) And you know, the sad part is through when you do all that submitting the fish, it it can be done pretty quick. Hmm. But you know, sometimes you might be fumbling with the phone, the fish might be flapping. So, what I did. You know, being passionate like I am, I'm like, you know what? I got to give this fish a drink. Mm -hmm. I got to give her some water. So I went down to the riverbank, and I gripped her tight, and I put her in the water, sat there nesting, you know, she thrashed so hard, that's when it got away.
2: Mm.
3: I had fish grips in my
2: backpack, didn't use them, lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there before. I've actually lost a fish off of fish grips before. Yeah, you it, told me
3: that when we were
2: kayaking. Yeah, it, dur- during a tournament, I had the thing, I had the thing uh, clipped. I threw it into the water. It did a jump, did a head shake, and came off. I was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. I would have been the only one to catch a limit that day, too. So I probably would have won, but who knows? But it's all good. Um, you guys got anything else that you want to add or anything here? We're winding down uh-huh i don't know
3: we 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 got kids and women in the tournament kids kids prizes i mean i think that's what makes it unique too Mm -hmm. it's 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 to get everybody fishing and have fun and yeah we have prize money but it also gets a lot of the kids in there and they get a lot of cool prizes too
0: yeah we got a lot of great sponsors too I mean, it's really shocked me. I mean, sponsorships we've gotten.
2: Yeah. You guys got a list of those? Um, okay. Yeah,
3: I kind of got from last year, but the only people that aren't with us now is... So, we got Little Miami Custom Rods.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: They're building a custom rod for first place that mm-hmm. Jason won last tournament. Um, Vic Coomer Lures... Uh, of course, Big Joshy swim baits. They help sponsor the Saw Guy Brawls too. They're awesome. Um, Venom lures, Texas Rattler. They're a company out that. Where are they from, Jason? I, uh, I
0: believe they're from Texas.
3: Texas. All right. Yeah, it's more like an inshore bait. Um, and then we've added. Tackle Talk podcast. Andrew Hayes. Mm-hmm. He's donating the prize this time. And then me and Jason's favorite prize. Why don't you tell them about that one?
0: Uh, Labino lures uh, put a <laughs> sweet uh, price back together. Uh, Rio, Rio Rico's Rico and the
3: uh,
0: Rico Suave.
3: Rico Rico Suave. <laughs> yeah. I love it's
2: it. The Dude, them poppers are they're fire. <laughs> yeah hey, you're giving up too much juice though man
3: <laughs> that's what jason told me he said man i should have never let you know about that
1: bait
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love top water man that's you know what i swear most of the big fish that i have caught in the last month have all been on top water
2: that makes sense if you're fishing shallow yeah, so, that's yeah. cool. I think three of my
0: six are from the Rico, and you know it's anywhere from a few inches of water out into six, eight foot of water. You know they're coming up and getting it. Yeah, dude. I
3: I had I had one come out of I think it was step about seven foot where I was fishing. Threw it out. I was talking to my buddy, looking at him. Every once in a while, I'd twitch the rod with my left hand. All of a sudden. We just both heard this giant explode. My rod doubles over. So it came out of some deep water to hit it. I Mm. wasn't even looking at it. That's awesome. They're definitely. What's that? I said they're definitely
2: awesome. Yep. Well, we're winding down here, Um, guys. Thanks for coming on the show. You guys got any shout outs you'd like to give or anything?
3: uh shout out to mark linker putting this tournament together and making a little vision come true i mean we talked about it talked about it and he did it awesome
2: shout out to him. what about you guys and Any if anybody i'll
0: well, probably to my wife for letting her me, letting me fish as much as i do <laughs> <laughs> and
2: she goes and with did, you sometimes
0: though yeah she goes with me a lot
2: yeah that's cool my 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 wife doesn't want anything to do with it <laughs> exactly.
0: matt I think she's leading the women's side of it right now. my wife is
2: yeah. oh really that's yeah. cool
1: nice
2: that's cool, Matt, you got any shout outs
1: uh nothing man i just I, I enjoy your podcast um I'm a podcast junkie uh youtube mm. so I always listen to paddle fan uh tackle talk uh Smalley talk um all you guys for you know putting all this information out there you know there's nothing good on the radio so you know learning something on your way to work i mean that's priceless to me um talking about something that we're all passionate about fishing Mm -hmm. Uh, so shout out to you guys man for doing this i appreciate you having me on here man Yeah, yeah no
2: problem uh ryan i know you're on instagram what's your what's your handle
1: uh it's ryan doll 82
3: on instagram and then facebook it's just ryan doll
2: all right and jason has you have a facebook page right that you run uh yeah
0: i got uh fishing with the myers is 365 and i have a 513 Bassmaster on instagram
2: there you go i didn't know you're on instagram i'm gonna follow you <laughs> awesome well thanks for coming on the show again tonight guys uh Everybody, you guys have a good week. Tune in tomorrow for the OG show, and we'll see you next week.
4: All see ya. right.
5: Thanks. on all your jig and tackle needs.